Greetings. You're about to listen to part two of a three-day revival service with Pastor Mel Williams of Dominion Ministries, Church of God in Christ. I encourage you to listen and share these messages with your family, friends, or your home church. This was truly an incredible revival service, and I pray that you will be blessed and encouraged. Thank you, and God bless. God is most glorified in us. God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in Him. Our relationship with God takes priority over every aspect of our lives. God desires that all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. John Piper states it well in his book by saying, God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in Him. You see, what, what it reveals unto us, what it reveals unto us, that God desires for us to be filled with the fullness of who He is. And if I'm not filled with the fullness of who He is, then I am lacking something. It's so good to be here again on tonight and I'd like to say thank you all for coming and being a part of this service and coming to hear what God is saying to the body of Christ. Amen, amen. More specifically to the saints at the Lily of the Valley. Amen. God is saying, stand fast. Listen to what I'm saying. God is saying, stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has set you free. And be not again entangled. You hear what I'm saying? Be not again entangled with the yoke of bondage. You know, the Bible teaches us whom the sun set free. Whom the sun set free is free indeed. In Christ Jesus, we're free. So why step backwards when you can step forward? Huh? When you can continue to go forward. In the Lord. So, so let's don't look back. What, what comes to mind, Pastor, is that Jesus said this. He said, no man having put his hands to the plow and looking back is fit. It didn't say this, Pastor. It said no man. No man meaning woe man too. Okay. No person putting his hands to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Lot's wife, check it out. Y'all know what happened to her? Let me just say it real quick. When Sodom and Gomorrah was on fire, God told him to get out of Dodge and don't look back. I'm sorry, get out of Sodom and Gomorrah and don't look back. Okay? And she looked back and turned into a pillar of salt. Amen? Amen. So when God has declared, y'all, God has declared, let's grab hold to the word of God. When we grab, grab hold to the word of God, we cannot fail. Huh? Because God's word does not fail. Let's live by the word. And when we live by the word, and stand on the word, have nothing to worry about. But my God shall supply. But my God shall supply.
all your need according to your riches in glory. His glory. Now get this. So, so what, what, is, what is he saying? So now that's saying that I must give all of me into all of him. Because it's not my worry, it's his. Hello. So then I allow him. It, 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 I, I, I got to get out of the way. That's all I want to say. I got to get out of the way. And allow him. Okay. Because I, I'm, a firm, I'm a firm believer that when we turn everything over to the Lord, Everything over to the Lord. He'll work it out. The best conflict resoluter. Is that a word? Is that a word? Conflict resoluter. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a word. But the best person that can resolve conflict. Best person. I know. Okay. That can resolve conflict is the Lord. Hello? You know, he, he, can, he can do it. He can do it. The greatest problem solver I know on the face of the earth is the Lord. So, y'all, this is, this is where we got to realize how important our relationship is with God. We've, we've got to remember that God called us out of the mess to give us the message for today for his people. Anytime you open up your word, God has a word for you. Huh? Anytime you open up your word, God has a word for you. I promise you. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void. But it shall prosper and it shall accomplish where I send it. So when you open up his word and read it, God is sending a message to you. For you to prosper and to accomplish his will, not yours. Amen, y'all? Let's just grow, y'all. Let's just, let's just don't, it, we don't have time to be stagnant. Sam, we don't have time to, to just let idle time. We, we've got to grow in grace. Let grow in grace and allow grace, the grace of God, to strengthen and to equip us to do the work of the Lord. Amen. Amen. How many of you remember where you came from? Huh? You remember those days. You remember those days. You know? But we give no glory to those days. Okay? The glory belongs to the Lord because the Lord brought us up and out of the mess.
I said on last evening. Anybody in here mad at God? Anybody here got an issue with God? I don't think so. I don't think so. If you do, see me later. But, but if, 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 you got, if you got an issue with God, you need to go back and count up the cost and see what the Lord has done for you. And I promise you, he's done for you more than you've done for yourself. And done for you more than what the devil has done for you. Because the Bible says in St. John 10 and 10, that the thief comes not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am God, Jesus said, that you might have life. Now, why worship someone that wants to take from you versus worshiping someone that wants to give to you? The thief coming not but to steal, kill, and to, to take. But Jesus said, I come that you might have life and have it more. He come to give life. Come to give life to us. So he says in that process, in your relationship, says, I want you to get to know me. Get to know me. Some church people, folks, some folks go to church for the sake of, that's what we do on Sunday. That's what we do on Sunday. I did it for years. I did it for years. Because that's what we did on Sunday. We cleared the house out. We cleared the house out and went to church on Sunday. And I had no regard for God. I just went to church. That's what we did on Sunday. See, back in my day growing up, on Sundays, church was the only thing that was open. Church was the only thing that all department stores, drug stores, liquor stores, everything was closed. No gyms was open. No nothing was open back in the 50s and 60s, 1950s and 60s. <laughs> when I was growing up, when I was a teenager, everything was shut down. So you had, if you was going somewhere on Sunday, <laughs> If you was going somewhere on Sunday, you was going to church. I, if you didn't get gas, you waited till Monday. You might find a filling station open on Sunday. Huh? And back then, it was no convenience store. We didn't have convenience stores then. You know, it was just A&P, okay, and Kroger's. You know, some of the old folk, they, they know what I'm talking about. Let me stay over here with the young people, okay? But listen, those, 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 those back, but times have changed now, and the enemy has used everything to pull us away from God. And God saying, this time is critical, and we must draw closer. We must draw closer 
to the Lord. That relationship. Sister Bonnie and I have been married for almost 38 years here now. And so I know her much better now than I did 38 years ago. And vice versa. She knows me because of the relationship. Now, she did not marry me just for me to go cut the grass, to wash the windows or to vacuum the floor, shovel the snow. Yeah. I did not just marry her, okay, for her to cook the meals and do the laundry, although it's good. Okay. But, it, I, it, but we, our relationship as what God has established is for us to communicate, okay? For us to communicate, to spend time together learning one another. That means learning the good and the bad and work through and with all of that, that harmony and oneness shall prevail with God. God established marriage. God, create, God created marriage. And marriage cannot exist without God. You, you, you hear what I'm saying? You hear what I'm saying? So, 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 so listen, God says, I want to be one with you like you are. Those that are married, like you are with your spouse. Get to know me. Be in a little relationship. See, I, I believe it is in Deuteronomy 29 and 29 because it, that verse says, Everything that God wanted us to know, he revealed it unto us. Okay? Everything that he wanted us to know, he revealed it unto us. So God has not hid anything from us that he did not want us to know. So, so now it's been given unto us his will, his purpose, and his plan that says unto you, I've given you everything that you need to know so you can learn about me. I didn't hold back on nothing. Ain't, 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 no, ain't, ain't no secret. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no secrets. Listen, so, so, so God is speaking to us that are here to strengthen your relationship with him. Okay? Everything that matters in life is about God. It's about God. Let me say that again. Everything that matters in life is what? What did I say? It's about God. Okay? You don't have time to lay aside, let me put it like this, your religion, as you, some folks say, you can't lay aside your faith to go accomplish this because you're not going to accomplish it. You can't lay it aside to solve this problem because you're not going to solve it. You can't lay it aside and say, I'm going to lay my faith down because I'm going to get covered to told once and for all. Huh? It ain't happening. It ain't happening, y'all. We got to be drawn together. 
drawn together in oneness. Not like this. Not like this. Okay? Not like this, but like this. You hear me? But like this. Glory to God. Now that just that just came off the top, y'all. Please receive it, but God has given unto us. We thank God for last evening and for those that were here last evening and the word that went forth that God has called us to be in him. And he called us to be in him before we are summoned to do. Okay? And the scriptures clearly teaches about the Lord's relationship with the Father before he was even clearly, before he was clearly called to do anything. Right? When Jesus came to earth, his identity was established when he was baptized by John the Baptist. And when he was baptized and come up out of the water, right, the Spirit of the Lord descended as a dove. And the voice from heaven said, this is my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. So then God established the identity of who he is long before he laid hands on anybody. Long before he cast out anything. Long before he raised up anything. Long before he fed anybody, the identity of who he was was established. And so we have to remember that my identity of who I am huh, is established in Jesus Christ that allows me to be who he has called me to be. The position that I am in, okay, and the position that I hold on to is that I am a believer. I am a believer in Jesus Christ. Therefore, by the declaration as a believer, I am declared a son of God through God, by God, for God. I'm declared because I have acknowledged him as daddy. I acknowledge him as father. So, so, so now we understand that we must Listen, and I'm going to show this in a minute, but that's why we're called human beings and not human doings. You hear what I'm saying? You hear what I'm saying? That's why we're called. That's why we're called human beings to be what God has called us to be and to walk in the spirit realm. And not after the deeds of the flesh. We're called to do that. Because some folk want to make this their permanent residence. But I'm here to tell you, you're going to check out. I'm here to tell you, it ain't, it, it, it ain't, it ain't that. It ain't that. Okay? What does it profit a man to gain 
the whole world and lose his soul. Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? So if I put all of my efforts in today, okay, if I put all of my efforts in what I can gain and what I can have and 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 not and not be about the business of the father, okay, then guess what? What do I have? I have a bunch of junk. Okay? I have a bunch of junk. They ain't going nowhere. How many of y'all have attended a funeral somewhere in your life? Attended a funeral. How many of you have seen a hearse behind? Seen a hearse. I mean, seen a U-Haul behind the hearse. That's what I mean. Anybody, anybody seen a U-Haul? Anybody seen the hole big enough where all their possessions went down? Uh, 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 went down in the grave. No, it was left for somebody else to enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a lady that, she's a school teacher. The side of her yard connects with our backyard. Three years ago, her husband passed away. Two years ago, her husband passed away. And last year, her mother died. She has no children. And to make it short, she got sick and died. Okay? She just died. She really wasn't sick. Thank you. She wasn't really sick. She died. But we look out our kitchen window, and we look out our bedroom window, and we see a house. She went to the hospital, probably no doubt, thinking that she'll be back. But that house sits there, and it reminds me of her. Okay? Because she was always caretaking her lawn, and, and I'm telling Bonnie, I got to go out there and mow the lawn, because Miss Sharon is out there, and she cutting grass, and she trimming flowers, and she painting the house. And I said, Bonnie, why don't you paint the house and cut the <laughs> And she'd go out there and tell Sharon, Sharon, you messing things up for me. And she'd say, Melvin, you leave Bonnie alone. Leave Amos alone. And so, but I mean, I, and now she's gone in that house. It's just there. It reminds me of how death can come so fast. Reminds how death can come so fast when you're unexpected. The Bible teaches a lesson, and it, it teaches us. Lesson that says this the ground of a certain man brought forth plenty. A certain man brought plenty. He said, Boy, I got it going good. I got it going on. And his barns was overflowed. He said, I'm going to do this. I'm going to tear down my old ones and I'm going to build the new ones. I'm going to sit back, take my ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Huh? And the Lord said, Thy food, thy food this night, thy soul shall be required of thee. Wow. And what you going to do with all this stuff you have? You see, Ezekiel taught us that all souls are mine, but the soul that sinneth, it shall die. God has a plan 
Okay. And he unfolded his plan for us. God has a purpose and he unfolded that purpose for us. Okay. At the church that I serve, I do them all the time. We're real good at doing these selfies. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? I mean, you, you, you're taking pictures of yourself. I don't know if it's the new outfit you got on or if it's the new hairdo. You know, I don't know. But I always question why we got to take selfies of ourselves in the bathroom. Okay, I don't never figure that out, you know. Okay, that, but what is what is showing and what is revealing that how much we stuck on ourselves. Okay, how, how much we stuck on ourselves because I, you know, and say, look at me, <laughs> look at me, Cause, cause, and it is it because look, look what we're doing. We put it out there on Facebook, yeah. huh? We put it out there on Facebook for everybody to see me. See me. How many of y'all, how many of y'all, if you're on Facebook, how many of you took a picture of Jesus and put it out there? How you took a picture of Jesus and put it on Facebook and said, I love Jesus. All right, I got one hand. All right, come on. I got one hand. Hey, well, let me ask this question first. Amen. How many on Facebook? Come on, how many on Facebook? Got a, got a one page out there, got a page, got something out there. If you love Jesus, put a picture of the Lord out there. Or just put the words out there. I love Jesus. And I'm glad to be in the family of God. Put it out there. Let folks know where you stand. But now here it is. When you put it out there, you better make sure you live in what you put out there. Make sure you're up to the mark what you put out there. Okay? All right. Because we're, we're, we're letting go. We, we can't go back. This one of the songs back in the day said, if I could turn back the hands of time. Anybody, anybody with me on that? Okay. If I could turn back the hands of time, well, that's if. But you can't. So, see, and you, because you can't, then... It's time is gone, it's gone. Huh? But we know what the future holds. Listen, y'all, we know what the future holds. And if we know the future holds the reward that we're going to receive in our relationship with Jesus Christ, we ought to want to move towards that. Paul said, I press toward the mark of the high calling of God, which is in where? Which is in Christ Jesus. I press toward it. I'm putting every effort I have in moving toward that prize because I want that prize. Glory, glory, glory to God. When I worked for Alaska Pipeline Service Company, and every year they give us a bonus, and that bonus is based upon performance. And of course, when we're in the executive realm, we get 10% more. So I'm pushing, man. Okay? I'm working hard. And my first year, my first year with Alaska, 
I told my staff, I said, listen, y'all, I don't, because I come out of the government. I worked in the government. I, I come out of the government, and the only reward you got was thank you. Okay? Huh? Thank you. And you may get a step increase one year, and then you, you y'all know what I'm talking about? And if the president of CAD and Congress approved, you get that 2.2% increase at the first of the year. See, I, I, but so now I'm in the private sector, and they talking bonus, and my eyes got real big bonus. So I told my department, I said, listen, y'all, I said, we got opportunity for a big bonus. Let's put forth every effort we can, and we're going to drive this horse until the legs fall off. We're going for this bonus money. My first year, my department came in at 110% above. We was the leading department in the company. And the bonus was a blessing from God. It was. Look, now let me, let me, I'm going to tell you why it was a blessing. Because now, at the incentive or the money that I was making at that time, then taxes come along with it. Taxes come along with it. And Sister Bonnie was doing the taxes, and she said, we got to pay this amount of money. And I'm not talking about hundreds, okay? We got to pay a whole heap of money. And I said, oh. You know, but then when the bonus came and I got the letter that said that this is how much I call this woman over here. I said, baby, sit down. I told her, I said, sit down. Okay. Because the bonus covered the thousands of dollars we had to pay in income tax with a little bit left over. Who wouldn't serve a car? Who wouldn't serve a God like that? So, so he teaches us and say, press toward the mob for the path of the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. He said, put forth every effort that you have to go after God. But the pride only comes through your relationship. The prize only comes, see, see, the greater I spend time, the more I spend time with him, okay, I'm realizing what he is all about and what he requires of me. This is what the Lord requires of thee, O oh man. Love God, do justly, and to walk in humility before God. Yeah, six and eight, is it six and eight? Yeah, yeah. This is what the Lord requires of thee, O oh man. Love mercy, do justice, and to walk in humility before that God. So See what I said earlier that everything that God wants from us, he has already revealed it unto us and showed unto us. And he used Israel and Judah as an example. 
Zed, don't be like them. Because they're on a roller coaster. They up, they up and down. They up and down. But you can make a start and continue. You don't have to stop. I want to talk about this whole relationship piece that God is, what God is saying to the body of Christ to build a relationship. We got to take it back to our individual ministries and, and take it back to our families and take it back to our friends and, and declare to one another how is your relationship with God? It's not about what's going on at the Lily. It's not about what's going on at New Jersey. It's not about what's going on at Corinth. It's not about what's going on at, at, at Greater New Hope. It's, it's about your relationship with God. Where you at in your relation? It's not about what's going on at Dominion. It's not about... I'm. So let's, let's humble ourselves and start over. Let's put a period. Let's put a period on today. And say, starting now, okay, I'm starting over and building my relationship with God. Because when I build my relationship with God, I'll build my relationship with one another. The Pharisees wanted to try to catch Jesus in a trick bag. They wanted to try to set him up. And he said, they said to him, Jesus, tell us what is the greatest command. Jesus quoted, man, from Deuteronomy 6 and 5. He said, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And the second is likened unto the first. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Right? So now, one of the fundamental principles that's locked into relationship is love. Let's, let's look at that for a minute. Okay? Because Jesus said, I mean, God said, God said in Deuteronomy, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. Right? God established the principle of love and saying, Let's love work in the equation. And God gave the Ten Commandments. Put them out there. Listen. And said, thou shalt not, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not, thou shalt not have no other gods before me, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet, thou shalt not commit adultery, and, and went on and explained to them. But what happened because of the pull of the enemy, keeping the law was difficult. It was hard 
Let me tell you, let me tell you why. Because the law was out here. Y'all hear what I'm saying? The law was out here. It was written on tables of stone, written out here for you to follow and obey. But because of the sin nature that is in us, we can't help but sin. Paul said, when I go to do good, evil is always present. So that that I wanted to do, I could not do. Okay? Because that I didn't want to do, I found myself doing it. Because of the law. Because of the law. But now, what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God sent his only son to condemn sin in the flesh. So that he said, listen, I came not to condemn the law, but to fulfill the law. I wanted to add to the law what the law didn't have. So he said, all I want to add is love. All, all I wanted to add is love to the law. See? Because if you love me, you won't have any gods before me. If you love me, you will not commit adultery. If you love me, you will not lie. You will not steal. If you love me, you will not kill. If you love me, you will not bear for if, if you love me, you will not cut it. If you love me, huh? because he moved the law from an external existence to an internal manifestation that lies within us. So now I can do good because the do-gooder, allow me to say that, the do-gooder is in me. You follow me, man? In, even in St. Luke, I think it is, about the ninth chapter, I think it's somewhere in there. The rich young ruler came to Jesus and said to him, Good master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said unto him, First, let's get one thing clear. Nobody's good but the Father. Huh? Then he said, look, I want you to obey the law. Thou shalt not steal, kill, commit adultery. I had no other gods before. And I my... He said, oh, you know, he's feeling real good. Real good. He's feeling real good. All this stuff I've done from my youth up. No problem. Open the door. Here I come. And Jesus said, he said, go and sell what you have. Show a little love. Go and sell what you have and give to the poor. Then come and follow me. Now, listen. What it said is that he went away sorrowfully because he had great possession. He had a whole lot. He did not understand the value of relationship. He did not understand the importance of of how it is to love one another. Because we love one another. The, the, the New Testament church was founded on love. In the book of Acts, y'all, when they was all filled with the Holy Ghost. Acts the second chapter, and they was all filled with the Holy Ghost. And the Bible said they had all things come. 
It was all together in oneness, in unity of the Spirit. And they brought everything, they brought everything in. Wow. They brought everything in. And it said that the church lacked nothing. Lacked nothing. Okay? Because they had And even in that, even in that, the devil worked. Even just, just that, ooh, we got a lot, a lot coming in. We feeding everybody. Everything going good. And the devil said, all right, now all that good. I'm going to show you a little something. Ananias. Huh? Ananias got with his wife and said, we got 140 acres out there. Okay. Let's sell 40 of it and give 20 of it to the church and we keep the other 20. You, now you see how fast, how fast the enemy goes to work in the midst of unity, in the midst of harmony, wants to create. See, the, the devil wants to keep create mess always among the body because he feels like if he can create mess, huh, then he can snatch you out and snatch this one out and snatch that one out and snatch that one out. But we've got to learn to say no. We've got to learn to say no to the devil. And when we say no to the devil, we're saying yes to God. Ananias and Sapphire agreed. Sapphira, I'm sorry. Sapphira. See, I'm back from the old days from Amos and Andy, and his wife was named Sapphire. See, so, but now, 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 but now listen. So they agreed to sell their land for so much. And, and, and see, you see, anytime you deceive, listen, any, anytime. You try to deceive the people of God. Let me tell you something. It's going to get revealed. It's going to come to light sooner or later. Peter said. Here. Uh, uh, Ananias said, this is, this is our, what we want to give. Here it is. Listen, he said, why have you lied? Against the spirit of God. Okay. Now. Now he said that. Why have you lied against the spirit of God? Evidently Peter knew something. Okay. He had a revelation that. That wasn't all of it. Now maybe word had gotten back. Okay. From the banker. Man they sold 40 acres. Huh. And he knew basically the price of land in those days. That 40 acres was around about this figure, and he cut it in half and said, I'm going to give you this figure. He said, why did you lie against the Spirit? Look what happened. He fell dead. He fell dead. See, the lesson, the lesson in that is that in everything, whatever vow we make, Whatever vow we make, we got to honor God in that vow. 
it's better not to vow than it is to make a vow and break it. That's what Solomon said. Listen, so, 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 so now what had happened, they carried him out. And then just a little later, his wife comes in there. Sapphira comes in, and Peter says to her, did you sell the land for so much? Yeah. We sure did. That, you said it, man. That's how much we sold it for. He said, you see those guys sitting over there? They just took your husband out. And these same guys getting ready to take you out. And she fell dead. Listen, she separated, Ananias and Sapphira separated themselves from the very thing that could offer them life. They separated themselves from the closeness. They, they separated themselves from the strength of the relationship because they tried to deceive man for their own personal gain. And it doesn't work. Allow God to give the increase into your life. Allow God to bless your life. Allow God to bless your ministry. Allow God to bless your home. Allow God to minister into your life. Allow God. Don't try to gain it on your own. Because if you establish it on your own, you're the one that got to maintain it. You're the one that got to maintain it. But if God called and established it for you, he's going to maintain it. Mm. So now, this ain't, ain't, ain't none of this in the notes I have over there, y'all. I'm sorry. But this is just what God has revealed unto me today for us right now to put a period in where we're at right now and start again. And start again. That, that, that means one asking the Lord, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. You know, for all the thoughts that I thought that wasn't like you. Lord, work on this heart of mine that brought the deceitfulness, huh? that brought the agony, that brought, that brought the problems, that, that brought any, because I, I'm not consulting you, I'm consulting man. And everybody, I'm going after everybody that's in consent with me yes, sir. against you. Yeah. And I'm going to get my army against me and we're going to stand together and say you wrong and we're right. But listen, in God's sight, I am just as wrong. I am just as wrong as the other group that's conspiring against me is wrong also. That we declare is wrong. Listen. So I put a period there says, I'm going to start over. I'm going to repent, and I'm going to believe the gospel. Huh? I'm going to repent, and I'm going to believe the gospel. And I'm going to say like David, yeah, like David did in Psalms 51, Lord, renew a right spirit within me. Huh? Renew a right spirit in me. Then Will I teach transgressors their ways? 
and sinners shall be converted. Not until then, not until I become new, not until then a revival has established itself in me, not until then I'm made new by the blood of the Lamb, not until then I am whole that I can reach somebody else. I can tell you to come on because I'm going. Glory to God. This is where we, this is where, this is where we at. This is where we got to start. Glory, glory, glory. Glory to God. <laughs> John Piper, in his book, Desiring God, he said this. God is most glorified when we are most satisfied. Okay? Hear what I'm saying? God is most glorified when we are most satisfied. Turn with me. Turn with me. Turn, 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 turn. Turn, turn, turn in your Bible. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16. Sister Bonnie, you're going to have to read, read that, please. God is most glorified in us. God is most glorified in us. When we are most satisfied in him. You see, what it reveals unto us, what it reveals unto us, that God desires for us to be filled with the fullness of who he is. And if I'm not filled with the fullness of who he is, then I am lacking something. I am lacking something. So, if he has given unto me, as I said, everything that pertaineth to life and godliness, then he sees declared unto me that I am full. Okay? But if we allow the enemy to creep in at any place, he's going to puncture a hole in that glass and little by little, drip by drip, till sooner or later, the glass will be empty and we won't know it. God is most satisfied. God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him. Which meaning then that I need to draw closer to him. Okay? And the closer I draw to him, the more satisfied I become. And when I become satisfied, he's glorified. Huh? Because everything in me then is going to lift him up and give him praise. I'm not concerned about what you say or what you do to me. I'm concerned about my praises going up to God. That my praises be not hindered when I call on the Lord. That my prayers be not blocked. Glory to God. Listen, listen. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16, 17, 18, and 19. That he would grant you. That he would grant you. That he would grant you. That he would give unto you according to the riches of his glory. Say it again, sweetheart. To be strengthened with might by his spirit. It where? Where? That we be strengthened.
given by his spirit in the inner man. It ain't got nothing to do with the outer man. It ain't got nothing to do, Marshall, with the flesh. But the inner man, come on. That Christ, hallelujah, bless my God, that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. That ye being, look, 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 that you being rooted, huh, rooted and grounded. You being, you know, you being rooted and grounded. When a tree, what, what, if you ever been to Northern California and you see these big old redwoods, okay? These big old redwoods is about as wide as these two rows here, and they cut holes out in them. You can drive your car all the way through them, okay? Now, these jokers are big, and when you get up to them and look up, you can't see nothing but just branches and branches and branches going up, right? But now, consider the roots, because the roots are stronger than the tree itself, okay? Because the roots now are established in the ground, and they have latched hold to anything they can latch hold to that nothing will be able to pull it up. Y'all hear it? That ye be rooted and established in, the, in love. That ye be rooted and established in love that nothing will, nothing will push you away. Nothing will shake your faith. Nothing will move you because you're founded in love. Come on. That you, that you may be able to comprehend with everybody. That you may be able to comprehend with everybody the breadth, the length, the depth, and the height. That you may be able, look, I, let me put it like, let me put it like this. Okay, that you may be able to comprehend all of who God is. Okay, that you may be able to understand the greatness of God, and we understand the greatness of God by our faith in Him. Okay, right? And to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge. That ye might be filled, say filled, y'all. That ye might be filled with all the fullness. That ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. So if God said, whatever I revealed unto you, I revealed it unto you that it may fill you up. Because there's something that's going to cross your path. There's something going to hit your life. There's something that's going to impact you that you're going to need me to help you. And so therefore, I filled you with all the fullness of God that you'll be able to handle the situation that you won't need 
huh? that you won't need to look to other resources, but you'll look to me because the Bible has declared, I will look to the hills from which coming my help. My help totally, my help totally come from the Lord. I'm not looking around at you. You may have wisdom. You may have knowledge. You may have understanding. You may have all power, but my help, my help comes from the Lord. Glory to God. My help comes from the Lord. And it starts with relationship. It starts with relationship. Glory to God. How long y'all been married, man? 22? 23. Come on, help him, sister. Help the brother. 23 years. How long y'all been married? I need the sisters here, buddy. Help me out. How many? 26. 26. How many? 29. 29. How many? 60. 60. 60. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. 34. Look, look, look. How many? See, he just went on. He just gave over. He just, he just gave over. How many? 16. Listen, listen. The, the, the relationships, the relationships, in marriage continue to grow in the years that's accumulating. Okay? Now, think about how long you've been saved. Think about how many years you've been saved. Are you at a position where you can say, my 30 years in the Lord is great? Or can you be truthful with yourself and say, there's some years that I just missed it. There's some years that went blank that I did not consult the law. There's some years, huh, that I did not acknowledge God for nothing. There's some years that my prayers didn't go no higher than that ceiling. There's some years that my fast lasted one hour. There's some years, huh, that I talked bad about my brother and sister. There's some years, huh, Listen, listen, listen. So now, analyze your relationship. Think about your relationship with God. I thank God for my 38 years. But those 38 years don't mean anything. Don't mean anything if we did not consult God to enhance our relationship. huh? We needed God in the midst to make it better. Because without God, I don't think we made it past five. <laughs> Two. <laughs> listen, 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 y'all. But see, I'm trying to make a point. I'm trying to make a point that we got to look back and say, I've been saved. I've been saved for 40, I've been saved for 42 years. But I've been really saved for maybe about 27. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And I hate, I hate to say really, but y'all know what I mean when I say really saved is that I was totally committed and sold out to God. And I'm not talking about just coming to church on Sundays and 
Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Friday nights, whatever. I'm talking about spending that personal time with the Lord where you're in your secret closet and communicating with the Lord when nobody had told you to fast and God laid it on your heart and said, turn down your place. When nobody told you to pray for my brother, then you just on your own because the Spirit of God moved in you, said, I got to pray for John Miller. Moved in your heart, said, I got to pray for Moss. Moved in your heart, said, I got to pray for Flanagan. I don't know what's going on. Don't want to know what's going on. But God called me to pray so that Therefore, I'm going to get on my knees and call Sam's name out because God, you laid him on my heart. Then I'm drawing my relationship. It's getting closer with him. When I get closer with my brothers and sisters, then I'm getting closer with the Lord. That's it. That's it. You can hate me till the cows come home, but I'm going to love you. You can talk about me and beat me over the head with a stick, but I'm still going to love you. Paul, Paul was just as aggressive. Paul was just as aggressive when he found the Lord. See, as he was when he went out to persecute the Jews. Because he went after them. He went after them wholeheartedly to take them all out. He went on and he said, hey, who did this? I did it. Now, what you going to do about it? You know, he went all, all out. They laid their coats at their feet. They, he had the authority to take everybody that would call themselves, had the nerve to call themselves a Christian. He took it on. You know, charge it to me. Charge it to me. But then, when he met God, when he met God on the road to Damascus, when he met God, glory to God, God turned all that energy around. Uh, God turned all of that, all of that, all of that uh, 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 spirit. God, God took that old out of him and put the new spirit in him and said, now, now I want you. you can see, see, when you know you've been convicted to the Lord, you're going to have a significant emotional event. Something is going to happen and you're going to hit God face to face. And the only thing that's going to come out of your mouth is, Lord, what do you want me to do? Because uh, you can't fight God standing on one step. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. This is your personal prayer time. This is your personal prayer time where you talk to the Lord for yourself. You talk, Lord, I've declared you for 10 years, but two of those years are straight, straight blank. I have no idea. I just went to church and went to home. I just went to church and went home. I sung in the choir and went home. I served on the deacon board and I went home. But I, I, don't, I can't even remember what happened. See? But God knows already. And he's just waiting on you to turn it around. He's waiting on you to say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. Because I want a closer relationship with you. I want to know you, Lord. And I want to draw closer and closer and closer to you. Bow your heads and close your eyes. Talk to the Lord. 
Tell him what's going on. Confess with your mouth. Confess with your mouth. Let it out. God, you know it. God, you know it. God, you know it. So forgive me, Lord. Wipe the slate clean. I put a period here because I'm starting all over again. Oh, God, and I need your help, Lord. Cleanse my heart, my mind, my spirit, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Glory to the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I, I, I want to pray for you. I, I want to pray for you. You know, you, you talk to the Lord, so let's confirm it. Let's confirm it together. Come on. Come on down. Let, let me pray for you. Come on down. Come on down. And let's confirm it together. That I, 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 I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going with Jesus. I'm declaring Come on, this is this is this is it. This is where we gotta make it real, y'all. This is where we gotta be real for Christ. We gotta be real for Christ. Thank you, Lord. Somebody else, somebody else. Come on now. Somebody else, come on. Somebody else, come on, come on, come on, come on. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Come on, come on up, come on up, come on, come on. Come on, thank you for coming. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Somebody else need to come. Somebody else need to come. Come on, come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Come, 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 come. Thank you, Lord. Somebody else needs to come. Somebody else needs to come. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It's open. Come on. Come on. It's open. It's open. Hallelujah. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My heart, my mind, my soul belongs to you, Lord. My heart, my mind, my soul belongs to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for listening. Come join us with a special prayer from Pastor Mel Williams. We give God glory and praise for all that the Lord has done in our midst. And God is an awesome God. He showed himself strong in the mighty name of Jesus. He worked in our midst. And we just thank God because God has taught us in this revival. He has taught us to be, how to just stand still and receive all that God has for us. God has called us human beings and not human doings because we are in his presence to be. And he has taught us and given us the gifts of the spirit he has given unto us. Us, the fruits of the spirit that we can display and let this character let the presence of God glow and grow in us in the mighty name of Jesus he his desire is that we enter into a strong and powerful relationship with him and not just stand on the outskirts but be just like we are with our families and with our spouses and with our children that we draw nigh unto him and he'll draw nigh unto us God called us into oneness with him and so that 
therefore we draw closer to him and he draw closer to us and what a wonderful relationship we can have and knowing that then in that relationship with God I can give him all the glory all the praise and all the honor because God has said to us his glory he will not give to another so therefore all glory should be given to God because I know his heart and he knows my heart and as my heart opens up I exalt him as Lord and I come out of the position of my selfishness and I enter into his presence not ashamed to lift up my hands and glorify God so no matter where you're at no matter what you're doing stop and give glory to God and allow yourself to be and not a doer but a beer that you can be in Christ a new creature in Christ Jesus. So let's exalt the Lord and let's bless his holy name for my relationship with the Lord is locked in solid and strong. And God has taught me to give him the glory, the praise, and the honor in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank God, thank God, and all glory be to him in Jesus' name. I would like to take a time to thank all listeners of the Lily Kojic Podcast. I pray that you or someone close to you was truly blessed by the messages that we bring to you weekly. As we go forward, we ask that you share the podcast with as many people as possible. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 7 states, So neither is he that plants anything, neither is he that waters, but God gives the increase. Our goal is to expand this ministry to reach more people with the good news of the gospel. You can help us achieve that goal by supporting us with a donation of any amount. We have a donation button located on our podcast page that will allow you to support this ministry. Thank you and God bless.